Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fojo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. The Lord spoke to us in the place of prayer and prophecy that this is our year of open doors and greater light. Do you believe that? You see, now, whenever the Lord gives unto us the theme of a year, it is not for self-justification, if it makes sense. Uh, we don't say these things just to make you feel comfortable. Or um, the prophetic words that the Lord gives us for a year is not the figment of a man's idea, if it really makes sense. I keep telling you that whenever the Lord sends forth a word, it is because there is an assignment attached to it, if it makes sense. Because everything about God's kingdom is connected to God's word. There is nothing that God has ever done. There is nothing that God is doing. There is nothing that God would ever do without a word. Does it make sense? Uh-huh. His integrity is connected to what he says. Now, I keep telling you that the best way to get God to do something is to get God to say something. If the Lord has not said this, his integrity is not permitted to come into reality. It's impossible, friends. So whenever you enter into a new season, it's important you ask the Lord for clarification of that year. If not, you will walk through that season hopeless. Now, what marks a new beginning is not a month's incremental steps. What marks a new beginning is you've been opened up to the spiritual power that rules that season. If that really makes sense. Uh -huh. So you can enter into February and still be in January. Because the spiritual world does not operate according to physical calendar. Does it make sense? Uh -huh. So God will not say you've entered into February because there has been a change in the calendar. No. It is very possible for somebody to be in last year and still profess this year. Because you have not understood what it takes to enter a new season in the spirit. If it makes sense. Uh -huh. So you see, a lot of believers are not having their blessings because they are still in the past. Now watch me. It's a revelation here. I keep telling you that the word past, present, and future is not consistent with God's integrity in the rest of the spirit. I repeat. The word past, present, and future is not part of God's identity. You didn't hear me? Even though Apostle Paul told us in the Bible that he's the God of yesterday, today and forever, he only made it clear so we understand who God is as a person. But in his dealing with time, it doesn't work. You didn't hear me? <laughs> oh, praise God. Okay, let me tell you why. Now, I keep telling you that time to God has got nothing to do with the sequential arrangement of events. So, for instance, Monday is not in heaven. Is it clear? Tuesday is not in heaven. Even though God created it, he created it for man, not for himself. Talk to me, friends. He is a spirit. He's an endless being. He's an endless creature. So, he can't time himself with an event. If not, he will have an end. And since he can't have an end, he can't place physical time on himself. Does it make sense? 
So when we say yesterday, today and forever, it is not consistent with God's identity. If he's dealing with deities up there in the spirit, when it's got to do with man, then he can bring about a reflection in the spirit. Is it clear? And now watch this. Watch this. This is one thing believers don't know. You see, sometimes eh, we think that because we have prayed, the Lord should extend benevolence unto us by giving us answers because we have prayed. Meanwhile, sometimes the things you are praying to God for, you haven't gained the maturity to have that answer. Talk to me, friends. You see, it is not what you tell the Lord alone that convinces his person to bless you. It is the state of your spiritual maturity that commands the answer. Oh. I haven't begun teaching yet, but the members are making me feel I'm too high in the spirit. <laughs> Please let me know if I'm communicating, friends. Talk to me, church. Oh, God is good. Oh, are you blessed, please? Uh-huh. Please look at me. You need this word so I can teach you. Hmm? So, let's say somebody is believing God for the fruit of the womb. God is good. Now, I strongly believe that anybody in this house believing God for this testimony, God shall grant you one. Or somebody say hallelujah. Or say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Do you believe that, friends? Great. Now, watch this. You may place a demand on God's person to give you an answer. And the Lord says that what I want to give you is not just connected to what will satisfy the flesh. It's got to do with something that would make me known in your life. Is it clear? Uh-huh. So, the effect of a testimony goes beyond physical satisfaction. It has got to do with kingdom expansion. Is it clear? Uh-huh. Something about your knowledge about God will be expanded when he gives you a testimony. He wants to check where you stand when you make that decree. If not, by the inspiration of the flesh, there are things you see, but you don't have what it takes to command that. Jesus we know. Paul we know. Who are you? Whatever you are making a demand to God's integrity, one thing that helps you give, you know, place a demand is that you have what it takes to make things appear. When you see people making demands and things not appear, it's because they haven't given much in the spirit yet. God is good. So one thing that prayer does is that the more we pray, it keeps us on fire. The more we pray, the more we mature in God. So you see, a lot of believers, they lack power because for some reasons, they are never consistent with their prayer life. So somebody will pray today when they are on fire and they will pray again after three days on fire again. Now, the fact they feel that they have spoken, no, 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 no. You see, it should be something from the inside. Even if it is for 30 minutes, it should be better from the inside. Because every time spent with the spirit must give you something. Am I communicating? Uh-huh. You can't come into God and live the same way you came. Something about your persona must change. As simple as that, friends. God is good. So if this year must work for you, or if this year must be because you have increased your understanding concerning anything that concerns the kingdom, as simple as that. If either be in prayer, fasting, whatever it is. Is that okay, friends? Because you see. I felt that a lot of Christians are focused on the outside. What God will do for us. Meanwhile, we don't know that these things we are believing God for can easily be done for us when we focus on him. Did you hear that? Okay. So yesterday, we had a prophetic service. And the Lord told me that I was teaching too much. And God told me, stop the tears and begin to prophesy now. Because God told me that the enemy has gone ahead of many people to manipulate the new year. So God told me, stop and then... Look and tell people what they're supposed to do so the year can work for them. 
So I told a lady yesterday that I see somebody here. I see you stepping off an interview. The Lord says that he will go ahead of you and there will be answers for you. Now the lady said, man of God, I'm leaving off an interview. She got to the place and they said they like her dress. So because of that, they won't give her interview again. So they will grant her the job. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> ah, praise God. This is not Africa. This is Canada. Ah, wait. Wait, were you on board? Oh, you're on board, right? Okay, what about you? Oh, you're not there. Oh, you're not online. When she gave that testimony. Right. And then it was shocking to me because I was like, ah, so how is it that within that 15 minutes, God has been able to change things like that? If that really makes sense. Uh-huh. It's because when the Lord causes a man to gain authority, you place a demand and things work. Because you see, everything you see will be in line with what God wants to do. If that makes sense. The Lord told me that men who are perfect in him are men who have found alignment. Talk to me. God is good. Somebody say hallelujah. Clap your hands, friends. So it was from last year that I started teaching on gates. Now, we can't treat the team of this new year, open doors and greater light, if you don't work on gates. So I think on Wednesday, I ended by making people understand what gate really means. And then I showed you two things to do to break gates. God is good. One thing you must learn to do this year is that you must take upon yourself to come to church. Those of you, you, you can come here on Wednesday because you go to Thursday. Please change that habit. We meet here at 7 p.m. and 8.30 we are done. I don't know what kind of laziness is that. Yet, they stay on social media the whole night. It's a pity though. I don't know where from this laziness, honestly. Go to Africa. Somebody goes to church the whole day. Eh? And then as early as 3.30 a.m., they leave their house to go to work. If you don't leave early at 3.30 to 4.30 in the morning, I bet you the intensity of the traffic will make you stay in the house. Did you hear that? Somebody actually sells fish by the roadside. And then by the grace of God and through experience, they have raised kids to go to universities. There is a member of our church right now who is in London studying. The guy's mother sells cabbage, Michael. The mother sells cabbage. Till date, when the woman began selling cabbage, I was not born. At that time, my father was dating my mother. And the woman has sold cabbage and sent the guy to invest to do masters. Do you know how much it takes to study in London? You spend over thousands of pounds. Now, how much do you give on these cities? Save money to come to London. You see, God's blessings can be engineered. Did you hear that? It can be worked out. Your commitment will tell us that. I wonder how coming for a service, it's an hour, 30 minute service we are done. Very soon, we'll stop doing this Zoom service. Very soon, we'll stop. So that whatever you have to learn, you come and learn from your members on Wednesdays. All right. Lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be lifted up, O ye everlasting doors, and the King of Glory shall come in. Verse number eight. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. The verse number nine. Let me end with this. Lift up your heads, O ye gate, be lifted up, O ye everlasting doors, and the King of Glory shall come in. So today I want to teach you on how to function against gates, how to break it, and I'm done. 
So that next week we can start on the teaching of open doors and greater light. God is good. Okay. Gates has got nothing to do with just doors of access in the spirit. Gates simply means spirit. The union of spirit. Conclave of spirit. When powers come together. Now, I told you that it is on earth that people think prayer is words. In spirit, prayer is a journey. Did you hear me? When you pray unto God, it does not end when you say amen. It ends when you understand how principles work in the spirit. Is it clear here? When we pray unto God, our prayer does not end with an amen. We can say amen to your prayer point. But in the spirit, your prayer ends when you have the understanding of how things work in the spirit. Is it clear? Because when you pray unto God and God is now giving you the glory, the glory becomes visible and palpable to all spiritual eye. Jesus Christ was not declared the king yet, but there were stargazers who could look at the star and say that the star of this man is actually of a king. And they journeyed for days to come and present gift unto a king. If that really makes sense. Meaning, when your testimony and glory is coming upon your life, you might not physically see it, but the spirits who actually guide your territories can tell that glory is coming upon your life. That is why sometimes you can have a dream and see what you have been believing God answered in your prayer point, and you ask why. Or somebody can say, ah, I had a dream about you, so you're pregnant. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Before Snatch got married, my mom had a dream and saw her having a baby girl. At that time, she was not married at all, if that really makes sense. So you realize that the answers to your prayers are always given first in spirit before it manifests in flesh. Sometimes the manifestations of the prayers you see were answered years ago until time for its expression. Am I communicating, please? Talk to me, friends. Uh-huh. So when you pray unto God, it is not just ending with amen, it ends when you have the further understanding on how spiritual prayed. Am I communicating, church? Because you see. The powers who live in the heavenlies, they know what can happen to you when you walk in testimonies. I'm telling you, friends. They know that when things change about your life, things will be okay. So they will have to do everything possible to frustrate you. Now watch me. You see, you don't see tomorrow, they can see tomorrow. True or false? It is like a mother advising a child. The child can't see what tomorrow holds. Through experience and maturity, the mother knows what tomorrow holds. So they can tell that, ah, if we permit you to rise, something about your life will cause us pain and trouble. There was a reason why King Herod declared that every child should be killed. Talk to me, friends. I hope you are aware the liberty and the deliverance of Israel was in the birth of Moses. But look at how the enemy, you know, possessed Pharaoh to declare that every child should be killed. God is good. Uh-huh. The demonic entities knew that the deliverance of Israel was in the strength and the arm of Samson. So you see, the enemy knows how to fight men. Talk to me, friends. Am I communicating here? The enemy knows how to do what? Fight men. They check what? Tomorrow. The enemy never fights a man's present. The enemy always focuses on the man's future. As simple as that. Is it clear, friends? So you are praying every day. You come to church Wednesday. You come to church Friday. You come to church Sunday. Demonic entities have seen your prayer point. So they come together as powers to fight the man from rising in the spirit. As well as friend. See, I keep telling you, if a man does not have the understanding on how gates operate, you'll be down in destiny. No matter what you do, something 
about your life will come to north. Is it, is it clear, friends? Yes. It, it's that simple. Last year, we are in Cameroon. So, after I dedicated the boho to those in Upper Munya, I was praying that night and the Lord spoke to me that the witches in the land are not happy that I give them boho. Why? Because God told me where we choose for the boho is the meeting place. <laughs> you see how Africans are backwards. They are drinking water from the stream. And now God says, go and give them fresh water. And God told me that template, that book quotation there. You, see, you can't, I told you on Wednesday, you can't help an ungrateful person. Or, you didn't hear me. Anybody who is ungrateful, you can't please them. Uh-huh. Well, pray and God told me that in a spirit, they are angry because they meet there for meetings. Now, funny enough, when our people were actually drilling or telling the land for the water, it was a burden. More than four times, the machines got spoiled. And I had to pray that God should bring the machine back to life again, physically. God is good. Uh-huh. So, sometimes when you go to church, and we tell people that you came out from your mother's womb with a great star, it's not fallacy, it's a prophecy. These are real things in the spirit. I told you that if you have to check your life from God's perspective, you will realize that life has treated you better. You see, the, the, the true value of life goes beyond comfort. The true value of life is only fulfillment. Have it in your mind. There are many people eh, it will be on the day of death that they will realize that life has cheated them big time. Because certain giftings that the Lord gave unto them couldn't manifest. I've seen a lot of people eh, that sometimes when you pray for them, you can tell clearly the enemy has cheated them big time. God is good. So we live in a very, we live in a special world. So it's important to be very sensitive to pastors here. So I told you, gates are what? Conclave of spirit. God is good. Now, I gave you three or four ways the enemy does whenever gates are fighting a man. Number one, I told you, they fight through break your inner confidence. Never be around anybody or any group who does not encourage you to do better. Never. Be sensitive to what you hear about yourself. Be sensitive to people's behavior towards you. Somebody can come around you and they change towards you. Very, very careful. See, the enemy has a way of ensuring that you lose your confidence. The Bible says King David was only 17 years old when he wanted to fight Goliath. And King Saul asked, who is your father? You are too young to stand there. You are too young. Even we train soldiers, we are, we are scared to fight a man. Praise God. <laughs> so, you see, I keep telling people that there are certain people eh, they have not gone ahead of you in destiny. So, any form of advice they give you would sound discouraging. If that makes sense. They would make sure. And you see, sometimes, eh, be very careful of those who speak negatively. Some of them are not just speaking negatively. They are actually imposing spirit against a man's life. Because, you see, certain words can't make certain impact onto the backdrop of spirit. How is it that from nowhere... The media is now checking the life of a dead man. And we have people who are defending. People who are actually speaking against it too. Eh? That it is very true. And, and strange enough, we, it, it's funny. How is it that when someone is alive, we talk about the person. When the person is no more alive, we're talking about the person. When everybody here comes from an African country, whereby 
the white are controlling your president. I hope you are aware of that. Talk to me, friends. Oh, you don't know. You think you voted your money to power? Don't worry. There are people behind bars who are controlling them. It was last year and the last two years. It was last year that, for some reason, BBC came up and said that see, this is one of the most worst currencies ever. All because at that time, the whites were saying that Ghana should at all costs accept gayism and lesbianism. And when they opposed and said no, they had to fight the cities. So, for strange reasons, things became extremely expensive. And the government didn't take it into that. You should, must be very sensitive how the things operate in prosperity. I'm telling you, friends. There are certain people like, they can never be happy with your sudden rise. They have an issue with that. Why, why are you popular? Why? Why, why? why are you this? They want to understand why you are this. Strange enough. If that really makes sense. They don't see the reason why God must bless you. <laughs> Praise God. Last year, we were about to end the year, and I told the people that be very careful on Zoom and how we say things because I sense that people will come on board to listen to people's prophecy. And I gave a prophecy to one guy, and the guy got angry, and the guy told the woman I prophesied to that it's very true. But he feels embarrassed that I said his secret in public. Why? So he says he has to come up with things just to make him feel important. So he will come on our platform and insult me every time. I said, don't speak against that person. It really makes sense. Strange enough, I was in Cameroon having a service. And they brought a lady who was actually on a mat. When I let my hands got to me that a curse was spoken against the person's brother. And I said, who's your brother? And he says, the man who insulted you. So the guy was actually in Cameroon, but he couldn't come to the meeting because he's scared. Thank God that day God held my heart. So I remember the quotation Matthew 6 9. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who. <laughs> Please let me know if I'm communicating, friends. Uh-huh. So you see, I told you, gates are strong in this country, and gates they manifest through people. If that makes sense. I told you that when you come into this country, eh, the person you meet has a major influence on your soul. Two of us. There's a way and how they can communicate things about the country to you. And it may either make you accept or to give up. They will tell you in this country, nobody rises up. You can't make it in life. They will tell you that. <laughs> There's a popular journalist. Okay, the worst. Oh, she's still alive though. In my country. I don't call her name. When she was popular on the national TV, she used to say that as a lady, there's no importance of marriage. Once you are working, it's okay. When God gave her husband, she did wedding for three days. She did wedding Friday, wedding Saturday, wedding Sunday. The week after, she had the Thanksgiving service for three days. Recently, they ordained her as a woman of God. And she's not blessed with Now she's not even doing counseling on weddings. Telling people that all the advice she gave concerning weddings, then she was young. So she forget about that. So look at how many people that have been influenced by her to have believed that marriage was wrong. Be very sensitive. Oh, am I communicating? So gates, they operate through propagandas. You see, I see a lot of mothers in this country here, eh, how the enemy has weakened their mentality that they don't know that the enemy is using them to find their own children's destiny. Some mothers are fighting their kids from rising up in the spirit for strange reasons. They want to channel your destiny, I'm telling you. 
you know how many people that have potentials in them that for some reasons mothers told them in this country you can't prosper so go to school finish with the sixth year don't go to university find a work buy a house and be very okay such useless life you see i told you before and i keep saying this here if everything about your life has got to do what can be seen by men you are, you are dead you are doomed because the real value of men are invincible spirit will make mention of that there are things about a man's life that when god announces you eh, it will take nations to announce you on that you hear me? somebody say gate oh am i complicating here please whenever you see sometimes eh, some people are dead they become discouraged for nothing discourage discourage i tell you this you see you always have somebody believe in you and you always have somebody believe in you it's as simple as that and for some reason eh, those who would always speak against you will look like they're making sense they will look like they form an alliance of against a man's life until in the day of glory there will be no way to show forth uh, god is good are you blessed please i'm telling you friends that is life. The last time, Mama was into Pastor Chris and I heard it. Pastor Chris was saying that when he began in the early ages, the Lord gave him massive, 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 massive grace whereby the world came to know him in the early 2000s. And the media houses picked up on him. He says, for every blessed day, his name was in the newspapers. <laughs> Look at me. Friends, I bet you, when people hear things about you, 90% of the people believe what they've heard. Do you hear me? They only want to assess you by revelation to know if what they said is true. Do you hear me? <laughs> God is good. When COVID came, thank God that God raised a godly man like Pastor Christoph for us. Everybody, nobody could talk. Not even those who are the biggest shakes, they couldn't talk. From financial, nobody could talk. They would just come and say in Jesus' name, COVID, like nobody could talk. The only person that could give a vivid explanation that, that he scared the media. So just you see, the enemy didn't find it for nothing. Ah. <laughs> ah, praise God. Oh, am I communicating here? Yes. Sometimes in your own family, you would have people not believe in what you carry. Yes. You have people fight to big time. You went to the hospital and they said you can't give birth to a child. You don't believe that. That is a doctor's report. I told you how somebody was told she has cancer. It was true professor made understand that the cancer is not her. Rather, the doctor gave her a wrong report. After prayer, the doctor called and said, sorry, after four years, sorry, sorry. I didn't check the date of birth when giving the report. It was for somebody else. So your fear of cancer gave her cancer. I can't imagine. <laughs> Praise God. Please. Train yourself to be optimistic. Did you hear that? Train yourself to be what? Very optimistic. So that you are able to look at the bright side of everything. Train yourself. Train yourself. Train yourself not to be moved when you hear negativity. Train. Station yourself on that. Number two. I told you that the enemy will always use gates to fight a man. And they use, they try that by making sure that you violate God's principle. They will make you understand that 
and there's no important to obey God's instruction. There's no need. Why should you obey God's voice? Forget about it. It can't give you anything. Number two, they will make sure they make you forget the people that God used in blessing you. Because you see, spirit functioning through men. Oh, am I correct to that? Yes. I didn't have been quoting this for a very long time now. The gate of hell shall not prevail against you. You are Peter, the rock, upon where the child be made. For some reason, I didn't really pay attention. Until God told me that, think about it. How is it that the Lord Christ himself could not leave them until one of the disciples had the revelation about who Christ was? After the person had the revelation about who Christ was, God now says the church shall be built upon you. Think about it. The church is not a man's property. My father happens to be a privileged general of the church. He doesn't own the church. It is God's property. It doesn't really make sense. So how does God now institute something spiritual on a person that is not from heaven? Peter is not a celestial being. He's a physical person. Yes, God says, upon you shall the church shall be built. In other words, everything that we know doctrinally about the church came through whatever Peter stands for in the spirit. That should tell you the importance of men. But you see, we live in a very after generation. Forgive my language. We are very foolish. We think we can lose anybody. I was watching Oedipo um, Harvest. He was in a Shiloh conference. And then he held um, the second command. And he held and he said, the enemy would actually win this church when this man leaves this place. Ha! I was shocked. Recently, Pastor Chris celebrated his 60th birthday, right? And then they began to show early footages. It's good to keep pictures, though. And all the pictures they shown about Pastor Chris, there was only one that I didn't see his PA inside. Only one. If they shown like 100 pictures, all the 100 pictures, you see Reverend Thompson inside. All the pictures. So they asked him that, you are not popular, you don't preach. So why would you follow this man? Because basically, you also have the gift of healing, the gift of anointing. He says, don't be stupid. He says, God told me that if I'll be important in life, it's connected to me following this person. Ah. I was in Ghana last year, May. I was praying. And God says, a proof that a man has found covenant is who God tells to connect with. Number four, get operate through fear. All of a sudden, you want to do something, fear grips your heart. You are scared. You want to write an exam. Fear has now gripped your heart. I, I'm scared when I go out of fear. You see, Job said, what I fear the most has finally come upon me. So you see, you realize that he was scared that a time is coming, he will lose his own children. So the enemy had to feed on his fear to fight him. God told me that if something isn't reflectable in a man's life, the enemy can't use to change your life. Anything the enemy uses in bringing a man like is something that a man can do. Am I communicating, friends? Huh? What you are scared of will eat you up. Have it in your mind. So you are praying to God and the enemy is checking your life. Okay, let's check and see this. The person feels that because she's old, this and this can't work. And it's true too. It can't work for you too. God is good. Fear is a spirit and it can be casted out. Fear is the enemy's gift into a man's life. God is good. Now, how do I break gates? I told you before that you can never break gates if you don't carry authority. Two of us. 
Did you hear that? You can never do what? Break gifts. You don't carry what? Authority. You can never what? Break gifts. You don't carry what? Authority. You must carry authority. Carry what? Authority. Make sure you carry what authority to break what gate, 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 gate. You have what it takes to command things to things work for you. Carry authority. Yes. Who are you in the spirit? And I told you on Wednesday, you can never have authority if you don't stay in prayer. God is good. Number two, you can never break gates in the spirit if the Lord does not have a personal covenant with you. You see? Watch me. Christianity is an act of covenant. But destiny is as a result of a personal covenant you have with God. You coming into Christ became a possibility because he gave you that a chance of calling him our father. But the idea whereby your life now becomes a personal testimony of God, whereby whatever you do becomes of him, should be connected to what he does with you. Is it connected, friends? Yes. There are many Christians who don't have covenant with God. You can be in God and still not have him at heart. Is it clear? You can be in God and there are certain things about God he can never reveal to you. As simple as that. I believe there were many potential people that had energy like Abraham. But one thing that stood him out was covenant. Is it clear? Ah. Many people, I believe, had potentials like Moses. But one thing that stood him out was, was covenant. There are many people that had potentials like David. One thing that stood him out was covenant. You see? Covenant is a proof that God has come to know you. Is my language correct? Uh-huh. So we can be in church. You see, one thing that God wants to do is to create covenant. God's ultimate goal is that He would enter into agreement with you. Is it clear? I think the last time I showed the five ways of creating covenant, I told you that God personalizes His way through a person. So look at Abraham. When God wanted to create covenant with Abraham, God told him to leave your father's house. So you can never be covenanted until you are separated. Have it in mind. Am I communicating? When I say separation, it simply means don't join the crowd. Don't follow the crowd. Don't do what everyone is doing. Do what God has asked you to do. As well as that. Your life is found in your peculiarity. Yes. There are things about God that can only be seen when you become peculiar by your own work with him. So you don't follow them. Everyone is eating, don't eat. A wise man said, if you do what everyone does, you can't stand as well. Uh-huh. So, make up your mind that you'll be different. You'll be intentional about your ways and your acts. If that really makes sense. Yes. It's important. I, t- I keep telling you, you, see, a lot of mothers are raising children who will not stand in honor of God. Because the mothers themselves don't have anything to do with God himself. You don't raise a child by teaching the child. You raise the child by becoming what you see. Is it clear? Uh, the best way to train a child is that you become the things you teach them. If you don't pray, the child can't pray. If that really makes sense. You see, you can fake to pray, but your life will tell us that. It's as simple as that. Two, look at the life of Noah. God told Noah that make sure that you build unto me an ark whereby you would go out and then tell the people to do what is right. You can never have the establishment of a covenant until you appear with God. You see? When it's got to do with God's agreement with you, a man has to be sacred. Number three, you cannot be covenanted with God until you act like David. What did David do? The Bible says David gave praise unto God until he didn't even see how naked he became a mother. See, when it concerns covenant, you don't have a concern. Everything you do should be God's own. <laughs> Talk to me, friends. 
Why bless, please? Uh-huh. Hopefully, maybe as time goes on, there are deeper things to talk about him. If you can't pray again, God is good. The last thing that you need to do if you want to break gates, so aside authority, aside covenant, one thing you need to do best is to understand the place of sacrifice. Anybody who does not believe in sacrifice can never fight gates. Am I communicating? Yes. The Lord told me that the stronger the altar, the stronger the power. Am I communicating, please? You can never fight spirit if you are not sacrificial. Have it in mind. God is good. Yes. You see, when you see somebody commanding expert financially, it's because they understand what it means to work in financial obedience. Have it in mind. You see, if you are rigid in the place of giving, you'll be poor. You'll die poor. There are men who have built cities. They have built cities. They, they own cities. You enter into a, a town and then you, you see their names templated in, in the heart of men. And you realize that they have been obedient to God. There was already put that said that when God told him the secret wealth, he had to employ a personal accountant who would keep track of his money for him. And he says for 42 years, he has never stolen. He has never, ever stolen God in tight. For 42 years. You see, when you see certain people do certain things, you have to know what they do. No, certain things can't come upon your head like that. There are patterns to that. <laughs> God is good. Nothing would ever shut an accusation like sacrifice. Believe me. Anybody that wants to fight Gita understand that if you're not giving, you are dying. It's a principle. You can't fight it. You can't fight it. When it's hard for you to give, it's hard for you to find life. Trust me. You don't have to be financially buoyant to be a giver. Man of God, things are hard for me, so I can't give. You'll be there. You'll remain there. Study your Bible, study your scriptures. It was never the rich God asked them to give. Oh, two of us. Man of God, this month, the way things are bad for me, I don't think I can give. One time, I was praying when God told me about a woman of God. A woman. So, I called to pray for her and the Lord spoke to me that, tell this lady that whatever blessing that she was waiting for for 12 years, it was today that spirits came together to probe her life. When they came, they realized she had failed. How? God told me that that day, she felt that giving time was not important. And God told me that was the day angels came to into her life. Apostle Paul says, for we have been surrounded by a cloud of witnesses in the spirit. In other words, once in a while, something about your life opens up. Whereby whatever you do must follow a track record. If you defile that ordinance, you can't be trusted by God himself again. There are moments in spirit God can say, let me open up a man's life and see who you are. And it may shock you that sometimes, the day he opens up your life, that track record has been defiled in the spirit. So be intentional. What did I say? Be intentional about giving. Am I communicating? Yes. A wise man said, if you make whatever concerns God your burden, it also makes your life his business. As simple as that. Nah, I don't know why, but you see, trust me, I don't know, but let me say this here. I've been around the world and I can tell you that there are men that God is blessing big time. I'm like big time. <laughs> God is good. I'm telling you, I've been to a place 
whereby when the pastor was raising altar, he didn't start from $100. It will shock you. He picked anyone and said, you are here, you want to give God just $10,000 and people came out. And it's not because they live in a land of, of, of abundance. No, 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 no. Because they understand what happens to them whenever they give unto God these things. Yes. Yes. Benin said it was Nigerians who started giving millions and it was in dollars. He came to preach one time in Nigeria. He left Nigeria with $10 million. He asked himself that how is it that he being an American pastor he can't give an amount of money. He said he changed his mindset on that. There's a man of God that was reading his book Financial Breakthrough. It's called Kenneth Copeland. And the man of God has given out 27 planes as birthday gifts. Did you hear that? He has given out planes. The way people gather 100 euro, 200 euro, 300 euro as birthday gifts. He gave out planes. He says, ah, wait, I want to give you a birthday gift. Take flight. Ah, God is good. <laughs> ah, praise God. Watch me. Any realm that has not been made open to you is because you have not sown into that. Am I communicating? What? You see, anything a man is believing God for can be called upon when you understand what it means to give continent to that. 2024, change your lifestyle. Ah, you, you can't be frauding God every day. Come on. When you know your work is spiritual, you can't be doing that. <laughs> you have standing. Lift up your hands. We're singing you are holy. Holy, you are holy. We're singing you are holy. You are holy. Holy, you are holy. We call him Lamb of God. Sing Lamb of God. You are seated. Seated. Oh, at the right hand of the Father, you are holy. Holy say, holy you are holy. We say you are holy. You are holy. You are holy say, holy you are holy. We say you are holy say, you are holy. You are holy Lord. Holy you are holy. We call him of God say.
you are holy. Holy, you are holy. We say, Lamb of God, say, Lamb of God, seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy. Holy, you are holy. Thank you. And God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And our website is W www.benjaminfodjo.org Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo The vision, the mission, the passion.